All right, round two with this Hillsong podcast today. <laughs> Do more of a response podcast, I guess. I think response or clarification on this. And you especially, you know, about? there's been so many new followers to the channel. So welcome, you guys. We're so mm -hmm. happy to have you. Um, didn't quite expect this Hillsong one to blow up like it did. Yeah, um, honestly, but it kind of caught us off guard. And yeah, so we just wanted I know to make it sure seems that everybody like understands. I, I'm sure that it, sh it seems like we just threw this up for attention. Yeah. Like really quick, you know, like this is a perfect, you know, just time to just train. slip this in. Well, and it's, it's like, funny because we've been talking about this topic for like months nonstop. Now. Well, and that's my so point. That's what happen, I was saying is like, like and, I, and that's why I didn't, I honestly didn't think about it at the time. Like, this is what we do 24 seven. So yeah. I, I, I did not think of it. Well, and the Josh Harris thing, like, just yeah, happened. I thought I was like, oh, you know, this is good timing considering we've been talking about, that, talking about that and we were going to do this. But then I realized I'm like, man, this does look like we, um, we kind of threw this out there and just. Um, just threw out you know the claws to to grab at this, but it really wasn't. And um, there was a couple comments on the podcast yesterday that I think we need to discuss and go through. And I realized that man, there's a lot of new people listening, and there's definitely a lot of people that probably took what we were doing with that wrong. But we've been talking about this, like we just said in a series we've done. We've actually been um, talking about the NAR, which is the New Apostolic Reformation, and how it's affecting the church and the mega churches in our in our country today. Um, we the end times of the mega churches, the right? Music and, specifically, and I mean, if any of this seems kind of foreign to you, if you you haven't heard this stuff before, uh, we really recommend the documentary American Gospel. It's do a great job. Amazing. It'll it, it goes through a lot of history. So it's not just uh, as we were called as I was called yesterday, it's not just some wannabes on the internet. <laughs> you know, oh bless. Um uh, speaking about this. So uh, well, and if you go back into our podcast, if this is something you are interested in, this is, I mean, this is what we do full time every single day. And this is what we've been talking about nearly nonstop for mm -hmm. the past couple of months. So if you scroll through, you'll see that. You'll notice out, that, yeah, we've, this we, is, we put out podcasts on these topics and then Bible studies every single day throughout the week. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot on this and it just so happened that that topic ended up being apparently internet, uh, hot topic and got wrapped up i was gonna save um like a couple of these to like read mean comments and do like a mean comments episode to just kind of uh not blast them out or make fun of them anymore but address them yeah <laughs> you know i was gonna do that uh separately but it's amazing the comments that professing christians will leave it really is but you know christians if can be the meanest people if they're if the commenter is happening to listen to this podcast that I am referring to. I'm not going to say any name or anything. And um, actually, because the conversation turned kind of it, well, the argument turned kind of personal on their part. And we thought it was a bit too much. And yeah. And you started attacking. Yeah. We, and, <laughs> and we, we both thought that it's time that we should remove it. So we did, but 
if that person is listening, there's one thing that was that kind of stuck with me all last night and all today that really was just kind of biting at me a little bit that was in there. And I don't take any of these personally. I don't get lost in this world. I don't, you know, I understand that's part of it. I understand anything, but there was a couple things in there that I was like, okay, I want to make sure that I clarify because I can kind of understand where this person was coming from. Yep. Um, sure. W- this person perceived they'd never listened to our podcast before ever, and they haven't. They didn't know anything about us. They uh, they clearly haven't gone back and listened to our testimony, looked on our website, seen that our story. You know, we're our lives are very very public. Unfortunately, I hate <laughs> it. It's embarrassing, but it's what it is. Um, I you know I mean God's called us into this, so I mean. The, actually, this this person referenced some skeletons in the closet yesterday. I'm like, I we have really my my dr- <laughs> my life is drug out on the internet. I, well, and let us just really clarify for, for anyone who's new here: we do not have a YouTube channel and have a podcast and have a vlog because we are just seeking attention in any way, shape, or form. It and we've shared it a million times before, but it all kind of happened like accidentally throughout trying to help and serve other families with our homeschool stuff we were doing and then kind of ended up becoming full-blown full-time ministry and this is how we reach and serve so it is not brandon hates it brandon is the most private person you'll ever meet in your entire life yeah (laughs) and and now somehow we're people that our lives are on the internet so yeah it's not but we think that there is a lot of power in being very raw and transparent and honest and open at how god is working in our lives so that's why we share what we share and i encourage anybody i mean we're going to be doing uh after this podcast i'm going to be doing our thessalonian study we're going to record that uh did i do something no it sounded like you were on mute but you were just talking away from your microphone oh i was looking at something yep anyway i'm going to be recording our thessalonian story and there's a a study and there's a couple couple verses in there that i think that are super important but one of the things is is we definitely do not claim to be anything special. We don't claim to be um, better than anybody. I think absolutely not. If you know us and you you go back and listen to our older podcasts, which they're super embarrassing, and I I don't know if you should. But <laughs> anyway, if you do, you will understand that. No, I mean we're very upfront. We drag everything out in the open. I mean I'm I'm ex- I'm extremely honest, especially as a teacher. The struggles that I've had, the my gosh, I mean name a sin that you could commit, and I I did it. So, and I've never hid from that. <clears throat> so I think we're we're all very raw open and honest about everything here that we do absolutely so it's not that we are definitely above anything because we're not i mean i think that we are we are horrible wretched sinners just like everybody else and i am definitely do not stand on any kind of soapbox and think that i am better than anybody because that does not but I will tell you that if you have listened to my testimony, you will know that I take this completely, completely serious. And it has absolutely changed my life. And 
that can't help but show in passion on everything that we do. And I don't, I don't ask, you know, I'm, I'm not going to stop that. I'm not going to, to, you know, calm down from that or anything like that, but I don't want it to be taken incorrectly. This person seemed that we were, we were just trying to attack and they said that it gets difficult dealing with, and I put my, my, and I put myself in their shoes. Okay. So I'm caught up in this, what we believe. I, I know somebody, some of you may believe different, but what we believe you're caught up in this uh, complete apostasy. Okay. But you don't understand that. And then you have people coming and telling you and it's an apostasy and attacking or, or what you perceive as attacking your pastor in saying these things. So it's understandable that that could get tiring. Sure. And you're like, dude, what the heck? He's just trying to do good things. Like, why do you why always you have to come, always and, attack have to come yeah. and attack I can see how it, it. I definitely understood from his from this person's comment yesterday how that could take place, yeah. and I don't know that I've looked at that angle before. I don't know that I've actually um, had much. I want people to understand that when I talk about these things, I'm not talking about any individual person, you know, or you know, personally. I don't. I don't. I've never claimed to judge any believers or claiming believers' heart. Okay, that that's not I, that's not my job to go into your mega church, which I believe is fall, and go and judge every single person in that church. Nope. No, nor do I think that everybody everybody in that is a horrible person, and everybody's going to. That's not what I believe in the slightest. Nope. But what I'm telling you is that these teachings, these this doctrine that's coming out of this, and these teachers, these teachers are wolves in sheep's clothing. That's what the Bible describes as wolves in sheep's clothing. Jesus himself talks about it. And that's what I would, that's my question to you who disagree with our point of view and think that this movement is is being attacked. Who do you think that Jesus is speaking of when in Matthew, when we're we're saying that enter by the narrow gate, for the the gate is wide, the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter it are many. But the gate is narrow, narrow, and the way is hard. Absolutely, that leads to life, and those who find it are few. So this person also commented, well, the mega churches reach the masses. And that's why, and literally said, nobody's like you reach nobody. Yeah. Okay. How do you reconcile Matthew 7, 13 and 14 with that? Enter by the narrow. I'm not saying that we're the narrow gate. I'm telling yeah, no, you, absolutely. don't think no. that I'm, I'm saying that we're, we are the narrow gate. No. But I'm 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 asking you this question. Who do you think that this is? Do you think this is the masses? 
this American gospel that's being pumped out there? Yep. Do you really think that Christ is talking about that? You just the masses. That that's that's wide in the way that it is easy. That but it leads to destruction. And then he goes on to say, and those who enter it are many. There's a lot of people absolutely that think that they are going in the correct direction that believe this. So who is that? Who is that? Not every little minority is right. No, but we go to, we test everything with scripture. We go to the Bible. We don't go to people. We don't go to anything else. So, and then just a couple verses later in 21 and 22, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven, but who does the will of my father. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? What's a major, major movement in the this NAR movement, this megachurch movement now? Prophecy. Oh, yeah. Prophecy is huge. Ask Bethel. Ask Bill Johnson at Bethel. Ask anybody that's, that's Bickle over at IHOP. Mm-hmm. This Bobby Connors ridiculousness that's around. Ask any of... Did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name? What else is this movement about? Casting out demons, the de- right? We are just demons attacking these these mega church. These we are just right. Mm-hmm. I'll say, did we not cast out these demons? These people that were telling us that we were wrong. Did we not? And did we not do mighty works in your name? That's what this whole movement is about. That's what you quoted to me. These masses, these mighty works being done. We do all of these, but you do nothing. I would advise you to take a look at Matthew and take a deep, deep look there at chapter 7 at what Christ is saying. And understand that I'm not talking directly to you because I don't make judgments. But understand Christ says that not everyone who does these things will enter the kingdom of heaven. Because some will be lost. And just above it, he says it's very easy to get lost. Because the way to get lost is the more popular way. It's the masses. It's going out to the world. That's the easiest way to get lost. Who's he talking about? Don't sit here and quote back to me. He's speaking to the Jews in the first century. I understand the Bible. Perfect. I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the all the understanding in the world but i understand my basic christian doctrine and that's the other thing that's lacking with a lot of this knowledge i can't believe you in so many or believe you i'm sorry not not you person that's listening or anybody i can't believe how many 
comments that we got yesterday in response that we got that was just so biblically illiterate. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, so just sad. just sad. It and it wasn't. It wasn't that. I'm. I'm not saying people didn't know how to quote some verses, but I'm saying that people just don't understand what they're quoting. Yeah. And then comments like they make, for instance, one says, okay, well, Marty says that he hasn't completely renounced his faith yet. He's thinking about it and he's on shaky ground, basically. Yeah. That statement in itself is, I mean, that's just, in a very very uninformed statement absolutely because no man of god no worship lead and i had an art i know that there's other people that disagree not in an argument but we had a, a good healthy i felt like it was a healthy discussion um like you said we had good and bad yesterday sure then totally. we had mediocre mediocre is within debating you know on opinions and um there's a couple good good points that were brought up on uh, this this one, one side of it. But I was explaining that I know that people believe that you can, people can fall away and lose your salvation. I, I don't believe that at all. I understand that. I recognize that that is a, uh, definitely a doctrine out there. But I, I don't believe in that. I believe that once you are truly saved, you are truly saved and you cannot lose your salvation. Once you have the Holy Spirit... This, the you're sealed with the spirit and it's a guarantee of that so when you have that this is not something that you stand on shaky ground and question yeah. and his post even i i couldn't believe how biblically illiterate his instagram post was yeah marty sams not yeah marty um, samson or samson um i just i keep calling him by his instagram name. yeah that's what that's it is what on it instagram is. yeah um but uh, at reading his post and then in the podcast, we did it too, but then we linked it in the article. That, that post shows zero biblical understanding of anything in the world and how he became a worship leader and not knowing Songwriter to these songs. Like he's, not, he's not... The things, it's not the things that he's questioning, okay? The things that he's questioning would have and should have been answered and could have been answered by anybody else with a firm grasp on Scripture. So, just his post was showing that he didn't have a correct understanding to begin with. And he was a worship leader to the masses, but he was an uninformed leader. Right? He was causing everybody to sing and say, Lord, Lord. Yeah. But what does Christ say after all of that? Even if you... And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Listen, I don't I don't wish 
bad for the guy at all. And I think people just misunderstood. A couple people misunderstood what I was trying to say in there. I was saying, listen, he didn't truly understand this. His post proved that. So he didn't truly believe in the first place. This person also pointed out that, yes, people that are, people fall away all the time, you said, of all different types. Yes, I I realize that that's true. But the same goes for them. You don't, you never truly, you never truly believed in the first place. I'm not the one to, to judge these things. But when you see people walk away like this to people that, understand the word and understand the que- the answers to the questions that these that these people are raising realize that no they were not a true believer to begin with it was all a show and these people exist and i and i know it sounds like an attack it sounds like things but it's not it's really not um again i think we have done many podcasts on the topic. We have done theology refs going through this. Um, we we recently just did the the one with Stephen Furtick where we dissected a Stephen Furtick sermon, and um, my assistant Travis went through and literally assisting pastor, I should say, because he went through. Yeah. And literally minute, second by second in a couple places, but like minute by minute. <laughs> yeah, it's very Transcribed detailed. the whole thing by hand with scripture references throughout the whole thing. And I had my, I had a couple of my notes. Sure, I thought I was doing good. And then, I mean, he comes with his and he's got like just thousands of it. I'm like, man, I did not have that much patience. But I mean, we broke down completely the whole thing in in showing the problems of this and we we plan on continuing doing these things so if you're unaware of these teachings if you're not sure what we're talking about if you've never heard this i mean maybe give that a shot if you don't agree fine cool that's that's fine i still am yet to understand how our channel attracts people that are not believers we are labeled as a home church and yeah we, we couldn't be more clear in our intentions yeah like <laughs> i get but that's where people just that if you people just, don't agree with what we say and that's, that's fine. fine i'm not here to force you to believe Man, what I, I believe you know hey our ministry um is definitely we are here to serve anybody else like we are like we are our our home church so you know welcome i, I don't deny but if you're here to just start a fight or to say really weird things like i I just i I don't understand that um that that's not what we're doing so i don't know why we would be attracting these people but they always come out of the woodwork so whatever i mean i'm not gonna oh the joys of the internet yeah, I mean it's it's the internet, but I, I still I just don't understand why some people come on just to rip apart. Yeah, somebody else. Well, and that's what's interesting is when people want to talk about this. Okay, if you are truly a believer in Christ, then you are 
a reader of his word and you strive to live your life by God's word and to follow in those those ways. It's what you're supposed to be doing anyways, right? But nobody wants to read their Bible. Nobody wants to take it seriously. Nobody wants to be, you know, convicted and judge themselves first and to make changes and stuff of, of how that literally looks and how that literally needs to play out in your life. So that's really what I would say the majority of the things we talk about, that's what it is. And so when we start saying, hey, these false teachings, which of course don't teach you to be reading your Bible every day, they, they, you know, all, living your life a certain way, set apart from the world, not loving the world, living on the narrow path. That's not the norm of what's being taught. Well, scripture is also very clear about standing up and calling out false teachings. And so we're not here to talk about the world. We're here to talk about the church, about God's people. And when we see so many that are being taught something that is contrary to the truth of God, that is something that you're going to call out and you're going to talk on. Again, if you guys... I'm sure many of you are new, you haven't seen, but if you go and look at all of the oodles of things that we've done, you'll see that this is a topic that you, and then of course with Travis, work on all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's not about sitting here on some Christian soapbox talking about whatever, like, are you kidding me? It couldn't be further from that. But the point is, is that we have to live our lives a certain way. You have to stand firm in the faith. And when you see things that are false and are going against God's word, you do, yes, absolutely call that out. And the reason why you call that out is so that some that are lost in that deception might be saved. That's why we do it. When God puts things on your heart to speak on, to call out, to, to, to do, you, you have to do them. And that's the whole purpose of saying anything about anything. Because this stuff is false. It is damaging. It's leading many people down a path with a gospel that cannot save. And this is incredibly important and incredibly serious. Yeah, no, it is. Um and I don't, I may, I, I think our, our, my, our channel or my ministry is definitely different in the way of I'm not going out there and looking to debate the world on the world's principles. I'm not one of those, those Christians that's coming and trying to debate the world system. And I realize that the world is going to be the world and I don't seek to change what the world is doing. Um, so don't misunderstand what we're doing here. I'm not trying to, um, you know, definitely, uh, push this on you, but I, I still don't <clears throat> understand why the world would come and just try to, uh, interfere for no reason at all. I mean, I do understand why, but it just seems very, very unnecessary and out of place especially on a ministry channel but that's that's the world of the internet so whatever but so we don't talk about this forever I we just i I definitely wanted to uh reiterate though I i think another thing that he said that uh or that this person said that got me thinking was he was he i don't think he had heard this type of of teaching against what he believed so he responded emotionally and it just went off on attack but it was funny because 
I think I mentioned already, actually, but if I didn't, he said, that's why you nobody's reach nobody. Yeah. And why the mega churches mean the map or reach the ma- masses and are moving mountains. Yes. And I was like, okay. <clears throat> these are the these are the the points that went off in my head right when I first saw that eight people got on the ark. Four people fled Sodom and Gomorrah. David was the only person to stand against Goliath. Elijah was the only one to stand against the prophets of Baal. Only three Hebrew children refused to bow to the king's idol. Only one woman was anointed at Jesus' feet, and only one apostle stood at the feet of the cross, foot of the cross. So, throughout biblical history, you can see how these numbers are the narrow numbers, not the wide numbers. So, so just because I a mega church has rather, large numbers, they're doing something right. And if you and right. your church or your ministry have small numbers, then you're clearly doing something not wrong. Not one size fits all. I'm not saying that there's not a mega church out there that is not going through the narrow gate. I'm, I'm sure there are. There's, I'm sure there are. Um, but for the most part, these mega churches are preaching just a false just a false gospel yeah <clears throat> and as we've pointed out and we uh we're talking along with uh we had shared a video from apologia studios and was talking about this cuz they were talking about it. they were saying that this is a gospel that cannot save and it's leading people to damnation. Yeah. I don't know who. I'm not saying it's this person that's common. I don't know. Um, but it does. And if you believe in this that doctrine. That message at large, that's where it's leading you. Is where it's leading you. Right. Not not to, I don't know. I'm not saying if you are. attend a mega church that you automatically are being sent to hell. That is not what he just said. Just to clarify for all the people of the internet. <laughs> right. So, um, I don't know. Do you think of anything else that I should, we should clarify other than, or talk about? No, I mean, I think. I don't know. I think that was more just me kind of getting that off my chest rather than actually talking about something. Was it? Probably. Um, I think the point, though, was just to clarify, you know, everything that went on, especially with so many new eyes here on our channel. We want to be very, we are very raw. We are very transparent. Mm -hmm. We are very open in everything that we do. Our whole family, we serve full time. We trust in God to guide us and lead us. And that's what we do. Um, I think it's important to know that why we do these things is because we feel that we are here to talk to the people who are in the church. We feel that is our calling in our ministry. That's why we call our podcast Growing Up Churchy, because we grew up within the church. We took it for granted. We, you know, we've, we've done all of the stuff. We've done the mega church. We've done the little country church. You know, we've done all of the things. And 
the problem is, is everybody gets stuck, I think, on the surface level of, you know, denominations and practices and all this stuff. And our point is, go to God's word. What does it say? It's so mm-hmm. clear. This is who God is. This is why Christ came. This is how we are to live. This is what to come. Like that, that's where our focus is. And so that's why we do these things is because we are training our children up in the ways of the Lord. We are trying to encourage others to stop fighting, stop fussing, stop worrying about any of the other stuff and just read God's word. Because when Mm -hmm. you read it, everything is so absolutely clear. You must repent. You must be born again. Your life must look radically different than it did when you were of the world. Because if you look at a normal, average, unbelieving human, and then you look at your life, does it look the same? Do you prioritize things the same, focus on things the same, talk the same, act the same, walk the same? Like, you know, is it the same? We believe that when you truly are in God's word, you truly are transformed that the Holy Spirit within you will not let you continue to live like the world. You will repent. You will turn away from these things. You will live quite differently. And that's why we talk about these things. We shine light on these these issues that nobody else seems to talk about. Everybody turns a blind eye to. Again, that's why we recommend American Gospel. It's funny. I was looking up. I was just going back to the post, and the one comment um, was from Narrowgate. Yeah. But that's that's my point, Narrow Gate, is that you can't that Marty clarified that he hasn't renounced his faith. Well, he didn't have it in the first place. The questions that he's asking on his Instagram post, um, nobody talks about the contradictions in the Bible. What contradictions? Okay, in what the contradictions? Bible? If you had any biblical literacy and knowledge in teaching and understanding and qualification. You would understand every single one of those because it's something that we go over. They're not hard to understand. Whether you accept those or not is completely up to you. That That's up to you. Whether you, it, whether you say, okay, I don't buy into that because they're still contradicting mess and that's false. That's fine. That's your prerogative. But say that. You're ask, you're saying these things and making a point and everybody's jumping on this bandwagon saying that you had faith. It's like, no, listen, people with faith understand these things. They understand that there's there's it, very easy answers to these contradictions, whether or not or what your perceived contradictions are. You know, it's amazing. Well, contradictions in the Bible, yet it's a compiled book of Letters, poems, prayers, history, prophecy, prophecy. Like, wh- of course, it's going to sound weird if you you you're reading it's one book and then looking at it. Stuffed into yeah, one. of course, it's a lot of different information in there. I don't know where this clarification came from. Supposedly, that he's just questioning these things or whatever. I but, haven't seen because if you anything. go to his Instagram, the only post he have this kind of cracks me up. Is it's Martin Luther King Jr., who I don't know why so many hail him as this amazing Christian man, because he was not. But with the quote, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. Yeah. I mean, cool. You weren't a believer. Yeah. Like, I bet he, if he was, 
held down. I mean, whether or not he would have accepted the gospel or will he? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't want to keep talking like we're writing him off. I pray for him. Oh, absolutely. And I and and, and this is heartbreaking. And that's what this person's ultimate point was: is that Marty should be prayed for. Absolutely. Amen. I'm not. I'm not calling. Amen. I, I and I call for everybody to pray for him, and I hope that he comes back. And I hope that he comes to a true saving, saving knowledge, knowledge yeah. of Christ. But it doesn't sound like he even wants to try. Yeah, because he's having such a peace about this, just like we saw with Josh Harris, where I've walked away, guys, and now everything's great. Yeah, because what you were believing isn't the truth of Christ in the first place. And that's the problem. That's what we're talking about. That's why we talk about this, because that's what so many are preaching. Because he didn't come out and say, I no longer believe in God anymore. That, But the his post said... He was question. He was questioning these things that are just foundation. These are just basic one-on-one information that I was. I mean, like I was saying yesterday, I was like, "You learn this on your first like month at seminary. <clears throat> like, you learn how to deal with these things. Nobody talks about. It. What are you talking about? This is one of the the biggest things in in inside of even theology that people talk about." Are differences that people have in uh, scripture. Yes, I don't know where he's coming from. So I have no idea where that comes from. But not in the Hillsong Circle. Sure as heck don't talk about it there. No, of course you don't. I mean, But that's how, the problem with the Hillsong and the Megachurch. he could say that he loves people and send three, four, that you have no, no understanding of sin. You have zero understanding of your own sin. You have, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of different things that you don't understand by those statements. So by those statements is where my judgment was coming from him saying that he didn't have faith in the first place. But I would have said the same thing even if he would have said, I don't believe in God anymore, all this is bananas. It's the same thing. He still renounced his faith. He didn't do anything other than that. Um, Just because he hasn't flat out said... I don't believe in God anymore. I don't think that that means that he hasn't completely renounced his faith. Shaky ground. I mean, if you believe that God's an errant word has contradictions in it. Yeah. You're far more on you're just on, shaky ground. You're on lost ground. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know where that one that one came to but um you know i was i was actually just really surprised at what people didn't like it like you know i i don't really understand i guess it's just this as the hill song and the in this culture are you upset because it's not supporting somebody you know or yeah. I, I don't i don't really understand it but um and then i know a dear actually a member dear sister of ours commented about this podcast too um this is completely out of left field mentioning this one but talking about where the source came from that was i completely agree with you um i the pulpit and pen was oh. the article that that <laughs> that released the one article this we article covered, about yes, Marty. We're not a pulpit and pen fan. And I, I want everybody to know 
that yeah, I don't agree with pulpit and pen at all because they have been they have been involved in a lot of different stuff, but the they were one of the first to break the the story about it when it came up and the article that they did on it was actually very very well done so that's why we went ahead and, and included it but i completely agree i don't recommend that anybody use that as a source or anything like that but uh they they did definitely do a good, a good job on that little write-up that they did for that article so anyway um if you're new like I said, I know it was, this is probably a uh, this is a rocky time for you to be coming in on this podcast and in this ministry, but um, I mean, take a look around for a little bit, go backwards. Uh, like I said, our lives are very, very public in the way of it's out there, and our story is out there, and our mission and everything is all out there. So I would encourage anybody that. Uh, is just kind of puzzled by what's going on to just dig a little bit deeper. Absolutely.